Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is set for one episode. Your host from Columbus, Ohio, is Michael Kirk. Welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast. Hello and welcome to the Outlaw Mudcast, your digital audio dirt sheet for all things Super Show. Top story this week is the upcoming Origins Game Fair taking place this upcoming week. Well, too many upcomings there. But this week, June 21st through June 25th, in Columbus, Ohio, at the Greater Columbus Convention Center. I've talked about the events before. Let me run through them very quickly. There are seven events on the Origins Game Fair website. When you go to that website, there's an option on the top of the page to buy badges. Click that. It'll take you where you can buy badges. And you can buy tickets. You go to buy tickets. There are seven events if you search SRG or Super Show. Three Learn to Play events. Those are Thursday, Friday, Saturday at noon. Four more involved tournaments. Thursday night, 6 p.m., Cookies Fortune Qualifier. Friday night, 5.30 p.m., Tag Team Championship Tournament. Saturday, 1 p.m., Play Pure Championship. Saturday, 6 p.m., World Championship Tournament. Briefly, the Cookies Fortune Qualifier Tournament. Singles Tournament, like all the other constructed singles tournaments. Three-game guarantee, preliminary rounds, probably bullet rounds, and then a top cut with stipulations in the top cut. The winner will qualify for a future LFF Cookies Fortune tournament where the winner presumably will win the Cookies Fortune, which is similar to the money in the bank that WWE does. Friday, tag team tournament. Standard tag team format, 2v2. This is going to be a double elimination tournament, so you lose two matches, you're out. If you win all the way through, make it to the finals, presumably you have to be beaten twice by whoever comes out of the loser's bracket to lose. Saturday, you have the Play Pure Championship. No entrances, no spectacles, no skill requirement cards in your deck. This is also a double elimination tournament. You can't play as Flyboy. Unless you're Bob Dunn, you can't play as El Super Ombre, unless you're Candy Ma'am, and no one can play as Fun Time Bob. Otherwise, all competitors legal for this. The winner becomes the new Play Pure Champion. And then finally, Saturday night, the World Championship Tournaments. Again, three game guarantee. Presumably, bullet rounds to a top cut with stipulations until there's a winner. Now, I've been talking about the number of tickets, and the number of tickets has not changed from the sheet on the search page where it shows all seven. But if I go into each individual event, the numbers are different. If I look at the Cookies Fortune Qualifier, it tells me there are 53 tickets available. On the other page, it says 64. If I look at the Tag Team Championship, it tells me there are 48 tickets available. On the other page, it's 62. If I look at the Play Pure, it says 51. On the other page, it's 65. And if I look at the World Championship, it says there are 49 tickets available. On the main page, it's 62. So there is a discrepancy between the two. But it's saying for each event, there's almost still 
50 tickets per event available. So if you're going to Origins Game Fair and you're going to play in these events, make sure you sign up and get a ticket. Ideally, Super Show, SRG Universe wants to show that their events sold out. That helps them get play space at events. If they can show, hey, every event we ran got the maximum, got 80 people, then that helps them get more table space. It's important here. It'll be important at Gen Con in August. And I'll start talking about Gen Con once Origins ends. But want to bring that up. If you're going to participate in these events, get the tickets on the website. There's no additional fee for the tickets. The cost of the tickets is included in your badge. So you're not paying out extra money for these events. So I would urge you, if you're going, if you're planning on participating in these, get the tickets now. Don't wait and try to do it at Origins. Don't try to use generics, although I think they got rid of generics. Sign up ahead of time. It's going to be better for the game if you sign up ahead of time. But that's the events. Are there going to be other events? I don't know. I talked about something potentially for a triad qualifier. We'll have to see. They could possibly surprise us with some impromptu events. I would rather they keep that to a minimum because I think people want to plan their convention. They want to do their super show stuff and they may want to do other games or try other games. And for example, doing an impromptu tornado tag tournament for a shot at the tornado tag belt, that's going to disrupt people's plans. And so I would prefer they not do things like that. That's just me, though. Let me give some release updates. I talked about a number of new releases last week. They've added cards. Again, all this is subject to change because this is dependent on them actually receiving the shipments of the cards, having those cards have no problems with them, making sure nothing gets lost in transit. So all this is, you know, card subject to change, so to speak. But I talked a lot about competitors and entrances last week. Here are the new cards. They did spoil some of these on Talk of the Universe if you want to check them out. But there are going to be three guitar cards, and I think these are going to be the Origins daily promo cards. When you go to the booth every day, they'll give you a promo card. It'll be one of these cards that will have the Origins logo on it. There's going to be an ambush with the guitar card. There's going to be a gathering the guitar card. And there's going to be a guitar takeover card. The other three that they mentioned were Unreal Teamwork, Veteran Maneuver, and Unreal Rope Bounce. If you're interested in what they do, you can watch last week's episode of Talk of the Universe, the June 14th episode. Those images were on that. Special guests. They've announced one professional wrestling special guest, Flip Gordon, who was at Grand Gathering 3, is going to be at Origins Game Fair. That's the only guest they've announced. Now, during the last episode of Talk of the Universe, when they announced that Flip Gordon was going to be there, I posed the question, are there going to be other special guests? And they started listing off, well, Steve Resk is going to be there, Leo the Law is going to be there, Bob Dunn's going to be there, Alexander Slamilton's going to be there, all of that. And I get the joke, but here's why I'm asking. 
people need to know ahead of time if there's a guest going to be there because they may want to bring spectacles to have that guest sign. They may want to bring their competitor cards if the person is a competitor or has a competitor set in Super Show the Game. They would want to make sure they pack those things with them before they go. They don't want to show up, find out that somebody was there who they would want to have sign their competitor, and oh, they left their competitor at home because they had no idea they were coming. So that's why I think it's important to announce this ahead of time. People want to know. And if there aren't going to be any special guests, that's fine. If it's just going to be Flip Gordon, okay. But if you're going to try to surprise people, I don't think that's a good idea. Because there are potentials for surprises. For example, I can tell you that Origins Weekend, June 24th, Charlie Tiger of Young, Dumb, and Broke is going to be in town wrestling. Will we potentially see Charlie Tiger as a surprise guest? It's possible. Would they spring that on us? I don't know. But he will be in town. It's a thing that potentially could happen. And I think people who don't have a Charlie Tiger signed competitor who would want one would want to know ahead of time so they can prepare accordingly. So, hopefully, Flip Gordon is it. Now, I haven't brought this up yet, but there is supposed to be, later tonight as I'm recording this, I'm recording this on Sunday, June 18th, after Sunday Night Fights, there's going to be a press conference, information release from James Booker, General Manager John Clace, about what's happening at Origins. So I will tack the Sunday Night Fights information and that new Origins information at the end of the show like I usually do. It's possible we'll get some more announcements later Sunday night. While more information is appreciated, to me, this information should be getting out earlier. Because, in my opinion, the idea for putting these things out is to motivate people who might not want to go to Origins Game Fair or who are on the fence about going to tip the scale so they decide to go. At this point, with Origins three days away, unless you live close enough, you're not going to Origins. You've made your decision to go or not go. You've made your travel arrangements. You've made your hotel accommodations, Airbnb, whatever you're going to do. That's all done. So nothing that comes out in the next few days, in my opinion, is going to convince somebody to go to Origins. Maybe, maybe if you live within reasonable driving distance, if your home is an hour or less away from Origins, so you could presumably come to Origins and then just go home every day. Outside of that, this is it. If you're going to Origins, you've already made your arrangements. Nothing they announce in the next couple days is going to change that. So to me, they're waiting too late to make these announcements. They should have been announced already. But that's enough for that topic. Let me go on and talk about some other things for Origins Game Fair. Featured matches. I'll start with the LFF World Heavyweight Championship. We know that James Booker is going to be defending Thursday morning 
We don't know who his opponent's going to be. We don't know anything about stipulations, but he's going to be defending Thursday morning. And right now, from what I know, that's scheduled to be the first featured match at Origins Game Fair, which means there are no featured matches Wednesday. Again, that could change, but that's what's been announced so far. The champion after this match, whether it's Booker or whether the challenger becomes the new champion, will also defend Saturday sometime. There's going to be a triad championship match. The cannoli will be there. That's confirmed. Potentially, he could be facing his fellow The Line faction mates, Hold The Line Harry, and practice sites. That's been discussed. We'll see if that happens. There's going to be a four versus four over the top. I don't know if it's going to be Grand Battle or some variation of Grand Battle match between the blue collar faction led by the foreman and the white collar faction led by Richard Riot. Again, four people on the blue collar team, four people on the white collar team. The winner presumably gets bragging rights. I did also see that Richard Riot of the white collar team announced that if they win, they will throw a pizza party for the blue collar team. So that's out there. There's going to be a match between Uncle Bradley and Bob Dunn. Again, this is just a grudge match. Nothing that I'm aware of on the line. These two men just want to square off and throw down, and that's fine. I do have some news about the Midwest Coast Tag Team Championships. I have been told, again, card subject to change from the office of the general manager, that the next contenders for the Midwest Coast Tag Team Championships will be the Midwest Coast Tag Team that does the best in the Tag Team Tournament. They will be chosen to be the next contenders. And then after that, there's going to be an online tournament. Anyone that qualifies, anyone that lives in the Midwest Coast region can sign up. There will be a tournament to determine the contenders after the contenders that are picked at Origins. That is the news I have about Origins Game Fair, outside of what I'll be adding at the end of the show, based on what's announced on Sunday Night Fights. Let's talk about the 2023 Creative Competitor Competition. The final match, match number six in round one, ended. That was Math Guy versus Captain Kiddo versus Rocky Romano. The winner of that match is Captain Kiddo. Captain Kiddo joins the Foreman, Matty Bar One, Rowdy Ron, Moxie, the Trickster, and JAC in moving on to round two. The first five also won their matches. JAC got a bye for being a finalist in the 2021 CCC. There was no 2022 CCC. They've announced the wild cards that will be joining these seven in round two. The wild cards are Private Cuddles, The Phil Birch, Math Guy, and The New York Phenom. Now, first, you may have heard six match winners, one by, four wild cards. That's 11 people. That's an odd number. You, know, you can't pair that off. That'd be five singles matches and an extra. 
So how's that going to work? How's it going to work having 11 people in round two? I don't know. I'm going to reach out to Pat Mulligan at Origins Game Fair. He is supposed to be there and ask him how that's going to work. And hopefully I'll be able to get an answer I can report to you. But right now, there's 11 people. Second thing I want to say, to me, the CCC is supposed to be about putting on a show. Of the people who are in round two, three of the round one winners during their campaign weeks didn't make a promo video. Now, one of them had promoed previously, but during the week leading up to their match and the week of their match, I didn't see any promo videos from them. One person I didn't see any communication from at all. When I saw one Ask Me Anything post, that was it. With the wild cards, one of the wild cards, the Phil Birch, I didn't see a single video from him during the two weeks, the week leading up to his match and the week of his match. Now, many people in his faction made videos for him. He did do a couple posts, but I didn't see any actual videos from him. One guy, private cuddles, one very simple, very short, practically phoning it in video. I don't like that. To me, big show, put on a big show. I know as the steward for JAC, JAC is going to try to do some big things to make a show in the CCC, so look for that. But I'm hoping everyone else steps their game up as well. You're in round two. This is what the CCC is supposed to be about. Now, if people think the CCC shouldn't be about that, that's a different discussion. Maybe it should be had someday. But right now, the CCC, as it stands, should be about putting on a show. So I expect the 11 people in round two to commit to putting on a big show. That's basically it for the news from this week. One featured match that I'm aware of, Tuesday night, the LFF Trios Championship was on the line. The challenger, Swaggy D of the Crime Wave, playing as the new version of the Three Kings. The champion, Simple Chuck, of the Constellation, playing as the higher class, the version featuring the general manager, John Calais, Loudmouth Leo Larynx, and the phenomenal one. This match went to crowd meter one. The winner, still champion, Simple Chuck. Congratulations to Simple Chuck for successful defense. For online tournaments, there are three that I'm aware of from this week. Monday night, we have the Monday Night Consigliere Fights. It's a Tornado Tag Team Tournament. Everyone's playing Tornado Tag Team competitors. 20 players. Five groups. Four players per group. Top two players per group advanced into the top cut. There ended up being, because there were a lot of two-and-ones, three triad tiebreaker matches. After that, we cut to a top eight. Then just go quarterfinals, semifinals, finals. From what I understand, top four end up being in fourth place, playing as Living Legends, Jokerfish. In third place, playing as Two Dudes with Batitude, Practicite. And this is potentially a deck of the year, according to the SRG BOWS Steve Rask. So watch for this deck. The finalists were the once-in-a-generation generational talent, the GOAT Brock Smith playing as Zen Garden, and the judge, Tim Riley, playing his cheer and fear with your winner, 
the judge, Tim Riley. Congratulations to him for the victory. Thursday, Chibi's Seat of Power, Season 3, Week 4. 27 players in this tournament. Three groups of seven players. One group of six. Top two per group advance into the top cuts. Quarterfinals to semifinals to finals. The top four end up being in fourth place. Playing as quadruple H, Carlos Lumbre. In third place, playing as Kenzie Page, the Possum Kang, Matthew Gordon. The finalists were the Phil Birch as Emo Mam and Candy Mam as Alexander Slamilton with your winner, Candy Mam as Alexander Slamilton. Candy Mam and the Phil Birch, because they made the finals of this event, they qualified for the future Tournament of Champions. They will be joining Simple Chuck, The Grump, Bob Dunn, Drew Madsen, Chris Pate, and Candyman Dan in that tournament. The final tournament, Saturday night, the Custodial Clean Sweep Championship. The winner gets a Champion of Kickstarter card. If they have one, they must pay it forward. This was a single elimination tournament. 20 players. 12 people got a buy into the second round. The other eight played off to make the second round. And then just single elimination. Five rounds in total. The top four end up being your two semifinalists, Lucky Cat Nico and the prize fighter Simon Davner. Your finalists are Ricky Riot and the Cheetah. With the winner, the Cheetah. Congratulations to the Cheetah. You now have a champion of Kickstarter. That will be yours if you do not have one, or it'll be yours to give away to someone you believe is deserving. I have one locals report to give you. Misos Game Room and Collectibles in Louisville, Kentucky sent me the results of their Steel Chain Alt Art event. The winner of this event would get to create an Alt Art Steel Chain card of their choosing for winning this. There were 13 players. They did four rounds of Swiss, and then it looks like they did some sort of top cut. I don't have any details about that. What I can tell you is that the top four in the event are, in fourth place, playing as Steel Wool, Steel Wool himself. In third place, playing as Candyman, Moxie. In second place, playing as Jamie Senegal, John Maness. And the winner, playing as D2, presumably the new version of D2, the only one that's legal in singles. Dustin Garman. So, Dustin Garman and John Maness will be featured on an alternate art steel chain card, presumably chosen by the winner, Dustin Garman. He picks what card will be made, and then the two of them will be on the art for that card. They also had a couple of their championships defended. The Stevens 316 Memorial title was on the line. According to this, Cassandra Hall defeated Moxie for that championship. After eight defenses, so Moxie had defended eight times, but the ninth was not a charm. Cassandra Hall is your new champion. Cassandra Hall playing as Vampire Sekhmet. Moxie playing as Candyman. That is what I have for the Misos Game Room event from the 17th of June. And this brings us to Sunday Night Fights. And I have a lot to say about what happened tonight on Sunday Night Fights. Before I get into that, I realize. I forgot to mention that we have a result for Faction Wars, which will kind of tie into what I'm going to talk about later. 
Last I reported, Impact was up 8-7. to seven. Impact won their next two matches, went up 12-7. to seven. At that point, it was not mathematically possible for the higher class to overtake them. So the winners of Faction Wars 4 are Impact. Impact and the higher class have now split Faction Wars, two wins apiece. No other faction has won. Congratulations to Impact for that. Now, Sunday Night Fights. Two matches. First match, the LFF Underworld Championship on the line as challenger Eddie Fury, playing as the Witch's Apprentice, takes on the prize fighter Simon Davner, playing as the original Brian Cage. Brian Cage is the effing machine. This match goes to Crowdmere 3. It's a great match. Very early on, Simon Davner is dominating from what I can see. Made some smart plays playing the Making an Impact line against the Witch's Apprentice deck, countering the Burial gimmick. Gets through his deck early, hits the first finish. Eddie Fury able to kick out. And I believe he ends up hitting the next couple finishes. Eddie Fury kicking out twice, getting to Crowdmere 3. And at Crowdmere 3, it was really anybody's match. Eddie Fury this close to winning it, but in the end, the prize fighter Simon Dabner retains congratulations to him on a successful defense. This brings us to the first ever unsanctioned Super Show match on Sunday Night Fights. It's a triad, sketchy, backyard ring match. Piglet of the Pig Picture playing as himself versus the Meeple Craig Brett of the Unionverse playing as El Super Hombre versus Le Penguin playing as Cactus Sack. And it looks at first like it's going to be the Meeple Craig Brett and Le Penguin against Piglet. Piglet is clearly the villain in this case, just going hard after his former rising star, the Meeple. And it looks like the Meeple hits a finish at crowd meter zero, and Piglet fails to break out. But they claim the die was cocked, he gets to re-roll, he breaks out. At crowd meter one, Le Penguin hits a finish. And it appears once again that Piglet fails to kick out and so he would lose to Le Penguin. But again, they claim a cocked die, he gets to re-roll, he breaks out. At this point, it becomes clear this is a storyline match. The results aren't legitimate. The outcome is fixed because they're trying to tell a story. The story they're telling is that the big picture is trying to put down the universe. At one point in the match, Penguin, who's been trying to help Craig Brett, gets a call from the SRG BOSS. That's what we're meant to believe. And he's told to help Piglet win. So he backstabs the Meeple Craig Brett. He helps the Piglet, and ultimately Piglet at crowd meter six wins, defeats the Meeple Craig Brett. So the villain wins, and the only face left associated with SRG Universe has turned heel. We have no more good people at SRG Universe. Steve Resk. The SRG boss, heel. The general manager, heel. Leo the Law, heel. Pat the Thinker, heel. And now 
Lay Penguin, heel. Everybody can't be heels, guys. You know, there was this big discussion earlier. I saw it on the unofficial group. I think some of this also bled into the official discussion group. But there was a lot of talk about promos and why people don't promo as much as they used to. And the takeaway was people got tired of making promos and then immediately getting dumped on by the community. Part of the reason that happens is because so many of the people in this community want to play villain wrestlers. And I understand that. But if everybody is a bad person, who are you supposed to root for? Who are you supposed to get behind? Who are you supposed to support? Who do you want to see have success? As time has gone on, every prominent good guy, babyface, in this game has switched heel. The Phoenix TV Fresh turned heel. The Nightmare King turned heel. And now the Penguin has turned heel. And nobody's turning face. We're not gaining any good people. We're just gaining bad people. We're just stacking up jerks. Everybody can't be a jerk. It's going to make the game awful. You know, I went through the list of world champions. I think of the 14 people, maybe three of them aren't villains. There's too many villains. You know, we just had Impact versus the higher class win Faction Wars. Part of the reason people don't care about Faction Wars a lot of times is because once they're out, people tend to lose interest. I've seen that posted about the CCC too. Here's another reason. Impact's a villain faction. The higher class is a villain faction. So no matter who wins, guess what? It's going to be either a bunch of unlikable people getting shots at championships or a bunch of unlikable people getting shots at championships. Now, that's not saying there's not a place for villains in wrestling. Of course there is. Everybody just can't be a villain. Now, I don't know how to solve this. I don't know how to make this better. Because people should be able to play what makes them happy. But it's just there's too many bad guys. There's just too many bad guys. You know, we just had a big controversy where a bad guy, the Grump, got screwed by another bad guy, James Booker. And potentially, James Booker, who doesn't know who he's facing Thursday at Origins for the championship, he could potentially be screwed over. And I don't know who's going to be the one he's facing, but if it's a screw job, no matter who he's facing, by the nature of it being a screw job, that's going to make the person that faces Booker a villain. So it's going to be another villain challenge. Who are we supposed to root for? We should have to root for somebody, right? I see all these attacks on the Unionverse. Right now, though, Unionverse is probably the only group that's not completely villainous. And maybe that'll change. Who knows? I can see that happening. Maybe they all switch heel too. I have no idea. I can't think of a single group. Maybe the line. Maybe the line is the last group that's not a bunch of complete villains. But there's too many villains in Super Show. And I don't 
I don't know what to do about it. You know, Bob Dunn traditionally is a villain. I don't know if he's playing a villain currently. I know everyone's rooting for him because of his health issues from last year. So hopefully when he comes up and faces Brad Iyer at Origins, he'll be the good guy. And we'll actually have a good guy. We'll actually have one villain switch back and be faced. That would be nice. be nice to have one guy to root for in Super Show. But that's my thoughts. I'm not happy. There's too many villains. And it's not good for the game because it bleeds over. It bleeds over. When somebody cuts a promo and all these people come in and dump on it, that's because they're all villains. And they're all playing villain wrestlers. And that's what they think villains do. And it's okay for one or two maybe to do it. But again, it's so overwhelming because so many people in this game are villains. So many. I feel like I've gone on a bit of a rant here. And maybe I should have waited to record this portion because it's too soon after the sketchy backyard ring match happens tonight. But I've been thinking about it for a while. And it's just what I'm thinking. There's too many villains in Super Show the Game. Here's one solution. Everybody that works for Super Show the Game, everyone that works for SRG Universe, switch face. There's no reason for every single company representative to be pretending to be a bad person. You know, you want me to support your company. You want me to buy your products. Should I buy products from a group of people where everybody working there is rotten to the core? That's the situation they've put us in by deciding we're all going to be villains. We're all going to be bad people. So, for the love of God, somebody be good. Somebody at the top, involved, be a decent human being in Super Show, in the game. Give me somebody to root for. Give me somebody to see be successful. I'm tired of all the villains. I want the villainy to stop. Let it stop. With that being said, that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Outlaw Mudcast. I am looking forward to seeing everybody, hero and villain alike, at Origins in just a couple days. Oh, one more thing. The big press conference information release that was supposed to happen, that was delayed. That'll happen tomorrow night. It won't be on this show. I'm not happy with the delay. To me, the earlier you get the information out, the better. The sooner people have information, the sooner they can make the decisions they need to make. The delays are bad, and they shouldn't happen. At this point, as we get closer, it's almost useless to put this information out. Because in addition to it being too late, it's going to take a while for this to disseminate through the community. And you don't have a while. You know, this is going to come out on Monday. And a lot of people who are going to Origins are going to be leaving Tuesday. So if they don't see what comes out Monday night, they may have no idea and be able to prepare for none of it. But anyway, that's it. That's going to do it for this week's episode of the show. I'd like to thank all of you for listening. 
I'd like to appreciate you bearing with me going on a tirade. I'm not trying to hurt anyone's feelings. If I did, I'm sorry. You're allowed to play how you want to play. I just wish there weren't so many villains in this game. Thank you for listening, and a good day.